We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Aitlin is intercepted by Sam Mills. Steve Smith is going to go all the way. Panthers win in overtime. Newton steps up, goes for the end zone. Olsen, touchdown! Brian Burns to the house! And it is caught for the touchdown by Moore. And in the foot race, McCaffrey to the end zone. Keep pounding on three. One, two, three. Keep pounding. We're back. John Ellis. With a special edition of the Roar Podcast, this is number 100, folks. We made it. Billy Marshall and I have been with you since July of 2020. We have survived some of the worst tape we've ever seen from quarterbacks. And how do we get rewarded with our 100th episode? Cam Newton is back! Can you believe it? What we're doing here is something a little different. Uh, We had part one of our 100th episode last uh, couple of days with Mark Bullock. Great NFL analyst joined Billy for some in-depth conversation. Some of the real important stuff you need to know about this matchup tomorrow at Bank of America Stadium. What I'm going to do here is walk you through with some of the input you've given me on Twitter, but also this is sort of me crafting my own narrative and my own feelings on what plays meant the most to me as an observer. The top 10 most impactful moments of Cam Newton's career as a Panther. Let's kick it off with number 10, why don't we? Hey, this one happened a few days ago in Arizona. Cam Newton returning to the scene of his first NFL start in 2011 where he threw for 400 yards. Cam wasted no time getting in the series after Hassan Reddick forced a fumble. Splitting time with P.J. Walker who took him down the field. And inside the five-yard line, why not call Cam Newton's number? Why not try to get him to the edge? That's what Matt Rule and Joe Brady did. And here is the call from Fox. It's a good one. Just three days ago, McCaffrey split out wide to the right. Newton takes the snap, and he is in for a Panthers touchdown. Yes, he is. Wow. The energy they said that Cam brings. And the best part about it is the audio at the end where Newton takes the helmet off, proclaims that he's back. The entire sideline loved it. The energy was 
in just enthusiastic and contagious. And of course, later in that quarter, they get the ball right back and Newton takes him right down. Sprint right option. And here's what happens there. First and goal from the Arizona two. Newton throws, end zone, touchdown, Robbie Anderson. On Newton's first pass attempt in his return to the Carolina Panthers. Again, courtesy of Fox Sports, that call. Yes, uh, that would be number 10 on the list. I had to put it in there because what a remarkable return. Limited snaps for Cam Newton, but making the most. At one point, he had two reps, two touchdowns. (laughs) So... Talk about making an impact early. Cameron Newton signed by this team a couple of weeks ago. Matt Rule made the phone call. And uh, Cam said, yeah, I'll come back. Let's do this. And they seem to be in harmony right now. How much will he play tomorrow? I would assume most of the snaps. Maybe not all. Maybe most, though. We shall see. But when you got a player like Newton who can do things like that in the red zone, it's a breath of fresh air, and his energy is contagious. What a win for Carolina last week, 34-10 at Arizona. That's the number 10 moment for me of Cam Newton's remarkable career. All right, number nine, we got to go wheel route. And you guys know what I'm talking about here. 2017, a year that was a little bit odd for Carolina and that they won 11 games, they made the playoffs, but woo, they had some lack of weapons out there. They had the law firm, as we all know, with Frazier and Clay and Burson and Funch. But they still had Christy McCaffrey, and they still had Cam Newton, and they still had these guys mic'd up for a game that I'll never forget. Against Green Bay, late in the season, in December, a game they had to have, really, to stay pace in terms of the playoff race. Clay Matthews calls it out, says, wheel route, wheel route. Cam Newton responds. You'll hear the audio here, mic'd up, and then the call from Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Again, maybe not an impactful play, but just funny as hell. And one of those plays that people, you guys, this is sort of the fan vote. You guys wanted this one in. I put it in. Newton drops straight back. There's a crossing route. McCaffrey, touchdown. That's big time. What a play, what a moment, and what a win for Carolina, who propelled themselves from there into uh, an NFC wildcard berth. It didn't end up well for them. They were inches away from advancing to the divisional round with Funches a little short there on the deep ball. But again, always an iconic moment when you've got Cam Newton say, you've been watching film, huh? Yeah, watch this. (laughs) And then he throws a touchdown. Yeah, you got to love that stuff. That's from 2017. Number eight on the list here, a play again that you guys were pushing me on, suggesting, you know, you got to get this in. This was in a loss in week 16 of the 14-win season streak they had coming in, 14-game winning streak. It was not a good day in Atlanta. It was not a good day for the Panthers against the Falcons in week 16. Not at all. But one thing that was good, one thing that I'll never forget, Third and eight, second quarter, game is tied, very competitive, physical. Cam Newton up the middle after breaking contain and gets the yardage he needs. But not only yards he needs, he's carrying multiple people on his back. Trey Turner comes in with a nice little push at the end. That play in many ways defined Cam Newton's heart and desire. Some would say, well, that's why he gets hurt. Bullshit. This is what he's all about, as called by Kevin Burkhardt and John Lynch on Fox. Newton, got to throw, looking around, maybe run, and Cam 
him up. He's still going. Fighting forward. He's close to a first down. He's like a Mack truck. And now the spot. My goodness. This is, this is the NFL. You're not supposed to be able to do that. The old saying, a man amongst boys, unbelievable. They are tattooing Cam Newton, but he carries them. It was one of those games where a lot of people look back and say, it's a good thing we lost. I never believe in that, but the coaches seem to think it was. Took the pressure off. But again, the third and eight run for Cam Newton in Atlanta where he's dragging 50 guys on his back. Pretty uh, emblematic of who he is and what he's all about. Number seven, 2011. We take it back in the time machine here. This was a remarkable play in so many ways by Newton, a team that on Christmas Eve of 2011 hosted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A couple of bad teams, let's just face it. But Carolina appeared to be one on the rise with a young quarterback with all the traits you look for. You had some good role players like Jeremy Shockey in the mix. Greg Olson was a stud at that point. Steve Smith was still around. Cam Newton did a couple things in this game that were remarkable. The first thing, we don't have audio from this, but we'll just tell you the longest touchdown pass of his career still stands from this game. A 92-yarder to Brandon LaFell where he rifled in a little stop route and LaFell took it the distance from there. Amazing throw under pressure and just shows you how effective he is as a tall pocket passer. Later in the game, though, okay, as against a Tampa defense that was not very good. I get that. A 49-yard touchdown run with significance, historical significance, as is called and will be explained by Sam Rosen from Fox. Newton's got it, and he's got a big hole. Cam Newton taking off. Will he get him? some high fives for another Christmas gift presented by Cam Newton his 14th rushing touchdown of the season that is an NFL record not only for rookies but all time for quarterbacks so yeah that was an electric moment I will never forget there was a little girl holding a sign there in the stands praising Cam Newton there was the ball giveaway and 2012 was a really bad stretch in the middle but they finished strong that was one of those games where they closed out strong. They had a great game earlier that season in December against the Eagles on Monday Night Football. They went into San Diego at the time against the Chargers and took care of business, dominated North Turner. Cam was playing a little dinged up there too. So again, a strong finish that helped them sort of shape themselves for the next three years in which they three-peated as division champions. A great moment for Cam Newton, setting a record for all-time rushing touchdowns for a quarterback, and also his longest touchdown pass of his career. How can you argue with that? Merry Christmas via Cam Newton. 2012. I don't need to over-explain this. Gus Johnson on the call. Steve Smith knocking people down like bowling pins. 72-yard touchdown run, the longest of Cam Newton's career. But listen to the call by Gus Johnson on Fox and the ending. Everything about this call is so great. Newton running. Newton gets to the court. Superman. 
And what a block by Steve Smith. My two favorite parts about that call, hesitation. And then Superman at the end. Gus is so good. We need a Gus game again with Cam Newton back in the in the mix here. But that, that was a big win, too, for a team that had been struggling. And honestly, Atlanta was a one-loss team coming into that game in December. Carolina marked their territory against Atlanta. In the following season, they swept the Falcons. The following season after that, they went one and one against them. And uh, they, they started building some momentum within the division. Folks say it doesn't matter, but when you're out of the playoff race and you can dominate a division foe in December with purpose, it means a lot. It's what's missing from this team lately. And just a great moment for Cam Newton. Longest touchdown run of his career still to this day. 72 yards, and of course, it's Gus Johnson. You can't say no to Gus Johnson. He's the best, man. He's the GOAT. All right, as we crank it down to number five on the list of Cam Newton great plays of his career here in Carolina, 2013 Monday Night Football, a November uptown delight at Bank of America Stadium between the Panthers and the New England Patriots. This was the first meeting between Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and Cam Newton. This would eventually become a series that was dominated by the Panthers, a short series. But Cam and Ron went 2-0 against Bill and Tom. And in this game, this was Newton's first opportunity to really showcase his ability to run a two-minute offense down the stretch and carry his team. Before that could even happen in the third quarter, tie ball game, Rob Ninkovich has Cam Newton in the backfield dead to rights on a third and seven. But when you're Cam Newton... You're never dead. <laughs> You're never dead. You're never out of it. You can hear from this call from Mike Tirico and John Gruden on ESPN. It was one hell of a moment in that stadium. Got away from Ninkovich. Dancing. Gets away from Chandler Jones. Setting up space. There goes Cam. Add to the highlight reel that one. Newton to midfield. That might be the greatest play I've seen Cam make in a long time. This is the National Football League, and he makes four New England Patriots miss. Third down is seven. He drops back to pass. Nobody's open. He makes one Patriot miss. He makes two Patriot misses. There's Chandler Jones. That's three, and he takes off, and he has enough energy left in the tank to get the first down. <laughs> That's why I drive my car home at night with memories or nightmares of Cam Newton. Yeah, John Gruden's had some nightmares about some Panthers running plays. Not only that, but uh, the Jonathan Stewart-D'Angelo-Williams combo from 2008. He had some flashbacks in that game, obviously. But, hey, look, New England got back into this game. They were actually leading at one point with a Gostkowski field goal late in the game. Put them up 2017. Carolina then got the ball back with 6-26 to play in the fourth quarter at their own 17-yard line. Here's what happened. Pass short right to LaFell. Pass short right to Steve Smith. Cam runs for 15. D'Angelo short run. Incomplete. Completion to D'Angelo Williams for seven. Cam up the middle for three. They convert on a third and two. Newton to Olsen for 14 yards. And an incompletion again. Tolbert for three yards. Incompletion on third and seven, but a pass interference call extends the drive. Tolbert again hammers for four yards. They're all the way down to the 27. They're down to 156 on the clock, folks. They're grinding on this drive. Greg Olson with another catch gets it down inside the 25. 
Byron Bell, of all people, gets a false start. So what are you going to do about that? And then with 1.16 to go, Cam Newton takes the clock down to 109 and finds an unlikely hero in this game. A guy who has been much maligned over the years. But on this hinge route, he absolutely smoked Kyle Arrington. Cam Newton to Ted Ginn, as called by Mike Tirico, John Gruden on ESPN. Four-man pass rush. Newton's firing. It is caught on the run again. Inside the 10. Ted Ginn! Carolina! Touchdown! Of all the people... because he wanted to play wide receiver. Cam Newton says, we'll give you a shot. Just a simple hinge route on the outside. Arrington misses the tackle. And if you miss Ted Ginn, he's gone. What a great drive by Cam Newton and a Panthers offense. That's just what these Panther fans wanted to see from their young quarterback. Great work by Ted Ginn. And as Gruden said, the most unlikely of heroes, it was Ted Ginn. You had Steve Smith, who basically got Aqib Tlaib thrown to the sidelines in that game with the ice-up sun moment. But at the end of the day, Ginn's the one that had the isolation coverage there on the top side of the boundary. Newton sat in the pocket, fired a nice one on the little hook route. And Ginn just spins with his speed, goes to the pylon, dives, and gets it done. 24-20 win that was somewhat aided at the end, some controversy, by a non-call that was made by the referee. Uh, And that referee, by the way, was Cleet Blakeman. And uh, it was a pass interference call on a Robert Lester interception that was uh, overruled. Tom Brady, the memory from that game was him chasing Cleet up the tunnel and yelling a few profanities. And that was amusing. Because typically Tommy gets all the calls, and this particular night, uh, they decided to give Carolina a call, and I'm all for it. But a great moment for Cam Newton, not only in the third and seven situation, getting that amazing run where he broke about five guys' ankles from a, a defense that doesn't embarrass themselves too much, but the final drive, over five minutes long, control the clock, hell of a job by Cam Newton, 2013, Monday Night Football in the month of November. What a night in Uptown Charlotte. You could just hear by the crowd noise what excitement was building for this quarterback. Number four. Okay, this is a game that I remember so vividly, folks. 2017, a year that had a lot in terms of McCaffrey's first rookie season as a running back in this offense. Devin Funchess' up-and-down production. And then you had the law firm. (laughs) Britton Burson. Clay. Now, who are the others I'm forgetting here? Shepard. It was not a good receiving core. Olsen was a little dinged up at times, but was very solid. But this game we're talking about, of course, is the 2017 Minnesota game. Late in the season in December, this was coming off what was basically kind of a little bit of a snow ice storm in Charlotte. So I remember being at this game, lower level. And there was still, you know, ice shovel to the, you know, the the back wall there on the the field. And it just had the, the makings of a great December playoff matchup. The Vikings came in as the number one seed in the conference. Carolina was fighting for a wild card berth. Not a lot of folks thought they could win this game. Uh, the, the Mike Zimmer experience was going very well at that point for Minnesota. They were on top of the world with Case Keenum, of all people. 
engineering a very solid offense. The defense was playing great football with guys like Everson Griffin, Harrison Smith. But man, I'm telling you what, never say never. Carolina started this game strong. They built a lead here, a two-possession lead at one point. As great as Cam Newton is and as great as he was in moments in this game, late in the fourth quarter, in control of the game, Newton throws an interception off the hands of McCaffrey. It was an errant throw. It was not his best effort. It was a short throw, sort of an angle route. The ball was picked off by Sindejo, Andrew Sindejo, the safety, who we'll talk about in a minute. He'll, he'll resurface, don't worry. But Carolina's in a situation there where you want to run sort of your four-minute offense. They had a 24-13 lead. It whittled down to 24-21. And with 4.47 left, Newton throws the interception. Sendejo takes it back to the six. Now, to their credit defensively, Steve Wilkes' unit held this team with a big sack by Kawan Short on third and six. Third and goal, actually, from the six. They held him to a field goal. So 24-all is the score. Carolina takes over at their own 25. McCaffrey gets five yards. And with 233 to play in regulation, tied Cam Newton. It wasn't a touchdown run, but I was there. And I have rarely heard the crowd roar with more excitement, more passion than they did after this run as called by Jim Nance and Tony Romo on CBS. Listen to this one, folks. Second and five. Newton. Wide open. Newton! Inside the 40, inside the 20, and then has it all the way to the six as Waynes tried to strip it away. Newton. Well, you're going to see right here, you know who's designed to stop the run from the quarterback? Andrew Sandejo, and he's one-on-one with Cam Newton, and Cam says you're not making that tackle, and what a play! 62 yards out of nowhere when things seem so bleak. And this is, again, how you respond as a high-level championship player. Throwing the pick on the series before. All the momentum is going against you. You're on a second and five from your own 30. You got a defense across the way there that's forcing turnovers. And what do you do? Zone read. Good block by Khalil on the left side. Nice blocking in the interior portion. There was a hole there. Again, that mesh point football always works in the key moments. And Andrew Sendejo, the safety who had picked Cam Newton off, was in a one-on-one isolation situation to bring him down. And I have never seen a player break an ankle like he did to Sendejo. That is Cam Newton. I think Sendejo's ankles are still somewhere around Mint Street in a dumpster right now. It was brutal. What a play. What a call by Nansen Romo there. And that game was electric. Carolina would end up scoring on the next couple of plays here. Jonathan Stewart went over the top, extended the pile, extended the ball over the goal line. And Carolina escaped with a dramatic 31-24 win that really set the tone for the rest of their season. They were able to go on in that month of December, knock off the Green Bay Packers later that season, knock off the Buccaneers on Christmas Eve to get a playoff berth. And sneak into the playoffs with a team that honestly probably had no business being there, just based on the receiving core, based on some of the deficiencies down the stretch with the defense. The offensive line had some inconsistencies. But whenever you can get a 62-yard run in the clutch by Cam Newton, I'm telling you, it was absolutely electric that day when that happened. Top five moment for me in terms of the crowd noise, the passion, everything about it. He just brings a certain electricity to that team. All right, we're down to our top three here. 
And we're going to go number three, 2013, week 16, The Miracle in the Monsoon. You remember this game, folks. Luke Keekley picked off a Drew Brees pass. Thomas Davis picked one off as well. Of course, this was the Saints-Panthers battling for NFC South supremacy in this game. Carolina, if they win, they clinch a playoff berth. Not the division yet. They would have to take care of that the following week at Atlanta. But this would be their first playoff berth in five years. It was a mucky game. It was nasty. I've never seen so much rain in my life. I was there, folks. I was sick for four days afterwards. For those of you who were there, I'm sure you felt the same way. For much of this game, it it was all about the defense because, honestly, there was not enough weather cooperating there for this to be an offensive game in any way. Carolina was 0 of 9 on third downs. 0 of 9. And it looked bleak with about six minutes left for finally, finally, after all the interceptions, all the fumbles, Drew Brees puts together a 97-yard drive. 97 yards, touchdown to Jimmy Graham with about six minutes to play in the game, and they take a lead, and the fans were totally deflated. I was with my brother in that game, my brother James, and I looked at him and I said, you know, hey, this is it. There's no way they're going to do it now. And he just kind of looked at me and said, we got this. We're all right. And James knows more football than I know, to be honest. I know a little bit, but he's always had a good feel and instinct for the moment. And lo and behold, what happens? After not moving the ball, with the exception of one long D'Angelo Williams run earlier in the game, what happens here? Well, I'm telling you what, folks. Not only was it a great play to cap off the drive, but the, the, the catalyst to the whole thing, the first play of the series... Cam Newton hitting Ted Ginn, standing tall, patiently in a pocket for more than four seconds, a hand in his face, fires one of the best passes I've ever seen in a pressure situation to a crossing Ginn on the deep dig there. Big play, Ginn gets out of bounds, and that's a drive starter. It's 37 yards. Next play, incomplete. After that, they find Olsen for 14 yards. Gets it down to the 14. Cam Newton spikes the ball. 28 seconds left. And I think you all know what happens next. Trailing 13 to 10. The most unlikely of heroes, as it has always been for Cam Newton on the other side of the stick here. We heard something from Ted Ginn earlier on a game winner. Here's the great Dominic Hickson with his signature moment from Cam Newton, as called by Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on Fox. Blitz coming. Newton gets around it. Pass is caught for the touchdown. Hickson. Jenkins comes off the edge and he gets no shot on Cam Newton and he's completely unblocked. Cam Newton just brushes him aside as though he wasn't even there. He makes a nice throw. One of the most emotional games I've ever attended as an observer, as a fan. I can just tell you that it was just, we were drenched. We were all feeling just murky and, and, and sick for a few days after, but as the great. Paul Giamatti says on Billions, worth it. <laughs> it just, it was worth it. It was a unique experience. Luke Keekley, 20 plus tackles in that game. Two gladiator opponents just going toe to toe. 
And Cam Newton once again in the clutch, getting it done. 17-13, Carolina clinching their first playoff spot in five years with that play from Newton to Hickson. Uh, a moment I'll never forget in Panthers lore, and certainly one I know you guys remember particularly if you were at that game. Number two on the list, 2015 Seattle Seahawks, Carolina Panthers. This was a big moment, a big moment for Cam Newton, a big moment for this franchise. As Seattle had been slumping a little bit that year, not necessarily the Legion of Boom we were known to know over the years. This was a different type of team, but still a team that had a ton of talent and was very tough to beat on the road. It was sort of a signature moment for Carolina in the sense that, okay, if you can go on the road against a team like Seattle with the crowd noise, with all the distractions, all the way to the West Coast with the jet lag and all that stuff, they had just been to that stadium the, the prior January for a playoff game and had some chances there. Newton threw an interception pick six to Cam Chancellor, and that shut down their season. But again, this week six matchup against Seattle was absolutely epic. This is a game, by the way, in which Carolina was in it throughout, just kept grinding and pushing. They did build a lead up at one point, and they had it up to, you know, seven to three. But from there, they got behind. They were down 17 to 7. At one point, they were down 20 to 14. 23 to 14 early in the fourth quarter with Hauschka's 43 yard field goal. But what did Carolina continue to do? They continued to stay true to themselves. They ran the football, they stayed physical, and they let Cam be Cam, which means let him run a little bit, let him throw a little bit. Cam Newton engineered two. 80-yard touchdown drives in the fourth quarter. Four for the game, by the way. The first of which was capped off by a Jonathan Stewart touchdown. That was a big drive. Started from the 20. Took about four and a half minutes off the clock. It was efficient. Spread the ball around nicely. Stewie gets in there from one yard. All of a sudden, it's a 23-20 game. Carolina's in it. Kick the ball off. Russell Wilson moves the ball a little bit. They have some success. But Kawan Short gets the big sack. They push him back into a third and 20. And at the end of the day, John Ryan has to punt on fourth and 18. So here's the moment for the Panthers and Cam Newton with 220 left in the game, starting from their own 20. Again, 80 yards to go the distance and win. Not settling for a field goal. No, 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 no. Go all the way for it. And that's what uh, this team did. Newton passed to Jonathan Stewart for eight yards. Pass short to Ted Ginn, takes it for 18 yards. The next play, Newton throws one to Ed Dixon for 14 yards. Then he was sacked. Timeout, Carolina, with a minute 20 left. All the momentum is out of the sails now. But wait, there's more. The very next play after the timeout, Newton to Funches for 16 yards. Catching back up to the chains there. Setting up a third and three where Newton finds Jericho Cotri. The fifth receiver he has found on this drive out of five passes, Cotri muscles his way like a stud for the first down. A great play. Newton spikes the ball, 37 seconds left. And with 36 seconds left, the rest is history, as called by Sam Rosen and John Lynch on Fox. Newton steps up, throws for the end zone. Olsen, touchdown! How about that? Another 
another 80-yard touchdown drive. Four of them in the game for Carolina. And I love it by Ron Rivera, by Cam Newton, by Mike Shula. To beat the champ, you got to knock them out. And Seattle, who has owned Carolina, Carolina could have easily just taken a knee, kicked the field goal. Instead, you go for the win. One of my favorite things about that clip from a visual perspective is Cam Newton running to the sidelines and taking his helmet off and telling that crowd, well, <laughs> telling them something probably to shut up <laughs> because every crowd in Seattle or anywhere can be very loud, very obnoxious. I'm sure you heard a lot of taunts in that game. He hears it everywhere he goes. A 26-yard connection to Greg Olson. That sideline was stoked after the game. They were you know, hooting and hollering in that locker room. Without that win, I'm not sure this team goes the distance. I'm not sure this team can take it all the way to the NFC title game and they're on to the Super Bowl from there. It was one of those wins on the road that defined you. Teams have these kind of wins. And Cam Newton, again, finding a different receiver on every attempt on an 80-yard drive that took less than two minutes of clock. Just amazing stuff by Cam Newton. And that, to me, is the number two memory I have of Cam Newton from his Panthers career. All right, number one on the list for me. This is an all-encompassing series of plays and moments. Cam Newton in the NFC title game with two of, uh, I've said this before, two of the most dominant back-to-back plays in the history of football as a runner. Third quarter, they're up 27-7 driving. They're in control. Newton on a third and 10. They run a quarterback counter. He gets to the edge. Chris Clemens, the safety, stiff arms him with three yards to go to the sticks, carries him literally nine feet down the field to get the first down. Third down and ten. It's Newton being chased down from behind. Powers doesn't get there, and we'll see where they mark it. Looks like enough for a first down. As he went right through Chris Clemens and picked up yet another. It's almost not even fair, Joe. You saw what I saw. Gerard Powers is barreling down on Cam Newton. Anybody else, he catches them, and Cam Newton at 250 pounds just outruns him for the first down. Does any quarterback in the NFL have a better nose for a first down or a touchdown than Cam Newton? (laughs) And that, again, one of the most remarkable third down runs I've ever seen in my life. Situationally, it was so important. And by that time, man, it was time for Superman to put the cape on and take things over and put a hammer and a nail in that coffin for the Cardinals and send this team to a Super Bowl for the first time since 2003. Here it is, folks, called by Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on Fox. The dagger from Cam Newton in the 2015 NFC title game. They continue to run him. He is in for the touchdown. Celebrating since this game began.
And as Aikman mentions, no, he didn't have to leave in somersault, but it was so much fun to see it, right? Just flying over. He flew over Ryan Khalil. Yeah, how do you do that? Khalil's not an elite. He's not a little man. He's not a little guy. And he flies over him like an airplane. It was a great highlight, a great call by Buck and Aikman, and a great moment in this franchise's history. Uh, the shot of Newton doing the dab, and then again, Witten gave the ball to the child in the stands. This here is just a sampler. There are dozens of other plays that got omitted. There are plays that you guys had mentioned on the timeline. I want to thank you guys, all of you, for mentioning some of these plays and inspiring my memory to bring some of this back to you. We couldn't get to all of them, but those are my 10. Again, the 10 plays I remember is some of the most important. There were some plays I could have added. You think back to 2008, the, the comeback against the Eagles, the fourth down pass with Michael Bennett bearing down on him at Lincoln Financial Field. That was amazing. How about the drive against the Giants in 2015 where he nods the head after Odell gets the catch? That was remarkable. Again, I can't give them all to you. It's my top 10, but I'd love to hear your feedback. You can always hit me up at One Panther Place. But again, this has been a Blue Wire special, Cam Newton Homecoming, celebrating the 100th episode of The Roar, a Carolina Panthers podcast. Billy Marshall and I will be back next week to recap what should end up being a pretty interesting game on Sunday with Washington coming to town to face Cameron Newton and the Panthers, thank you so much for being a part of this today. I hope it brought you some joy. I do. I hope it brought you some excitement. You hear those clips. You hear the crowd noise. You hear the enthusiasm. And I'm hoping you can take that with you in tomorrow's game and just feel a little better about where your team is right now. For Billy Marshall, John Ellis, thanks again for listening to the Roar podcast, a Cam Newton homecoming special right here on Blue Wire.